You're listening to episode 78 of the ESL Teaching Podcast. At the time of the recording of this episode is mid-August, which means that many teachers either are starting their school year soon or have already been added for a couple of weeks. And this time of year, when everything is full of fresh new energy, is a good time to go back to icebreakers. Whether you have new students joining you or want to reconnect and have fun with the ones you already know, icebreaker activities will always make your classroom come alive. Today's episode was recorded a while ago, but I know it is going to be very useful to you. I wanted to share it with you as it is full of ideas for both new and veteran teachers and talks about activities that are great for both beginner English learners and those more experienced. So without further ado, let's get to the episode. Welcome to the ESL Teaching Podcast. I'm your host, Yeva Grossless, otherwise known as Simply Yeva, and I am so thankful that you tuned in. I'm looking forward to sharing both my knowledge and experience on this podcast, as well as that of my fellow teachers. Hello, hello, everyone. Let's talk about icebreakers today. Every teacher needs a few tricks up their sleeve, and a good icebreaker activity is certainly one of them. Whether it's the beginning of a school year with a new group of students, a new student joins you mid-year, or any other occasion, such as you need to to prepare the class for teamwork, icebreakers can help you build rapport and a sense of community in your classroom. While there are tons of icebreakers you can find online, it is important to know that not all of them may be suitable for English learners. In addition to not knowing people in the classroom, they may be uncomfortable and unwilling to take the necessary language risks. So here are a few things to keep in mind before you plan your icebreaker activities. The first one is make sure the activity does not require too much personal information. Most students are not ready to open up on the very first day. In addition, in quite a number of cultures, getting personal in school is really not expected. And finally, for a lot of English learners, school is already an uncomfortable place, so asking them to stand out right away might defeat the purpose of creating rapport. The second one is make sure the icebreaker you choose for your classroom is at the right proficiency level of your students. That means that for beginners, you may need to use first language support and a lot of repetition and total body response. The activities may be a tad bit limited too for beginners, but that is totally fine. The language and tasks will become more sophisticated for the higher levels of English. And the third one is make sure the icebreaker is age appropriate. Sometimes it is hard to gauge what activity to choose, especially when the students are older. The general rule is of a little bit of activity, physical activity, an item to pass around and candy work well for all age groups. Um, Just remember about food in a classroom, be up to date on possible allergies and food related religious practices of your students. As I mentioned earlier, there are so many icebreakers to choose from that it would be hard to put them all in one podcast episode, right? So since I'm recording this in August, the beginning of a new school year is right around the corner for me and for many other teachers. Uh, So I will focus on getting to know you icebreaker activities that you can use right away. 
So I'm going to share two activities for beginners and two activities for intermediate level students. So let's get started. So for beginners, the first one is ball toss. And this is good for children and adults alike. So whatever age group you're teaching, you are going to be okay with this icebreaker. It is quite popular and it can be easily adapted to your teaching situation. It works well with any level, but it is also one of the few icebreaker activities that true beginners can participate in as well. So here is the procedure. Before the class, write getting to know you questions on a beach ball using a dry erase marker and make sure it dries well before the activity. The questions can be something like what is your name, where are you from, how old are you, etc. Basically the five WH questions. During the class, demonstrate the game so the students know what the expectation is. Have a student gently toss the ball to you, then read the question that is under your right thumb and answer it aloud. Toss the ball to a student uh, and ask him or her to do the same. The students thus keep going until everyone has gotten a chance to answer their questions. Now, after you've used this activity for introductions, you can tailor it to meet any other language needs. For example, you may have a running list of questions created by students for their fellow classmates and write them on the ball whenever you need a warm-up activity. You can also review vocabulary in this way by writing down the words and the students providing either a definition or a sentence with the word. You can ask comprehension questions from the reading and so many more things. The second beginner activity is three things about me, and this is for children through teenagers. The game could be used as a follow-up to the first icebreaker or on a different day, um, or it can also be used on its own. So first, uh, teach the students basic phrases of introduction such as, hello, how are you? I'm well, thank you. My name is, I'm from, I like, I don't like, and of course, thank you and goodbye. At the end of the class, ask the students to bring three items in a bag that represent them or what they like for the next class. Now tell them you will practice the language that they have just learned. When the students bring their items, they will introduce themselves, tell where they came from, and name the three things that they like. They've, they then finish by saying thank you. Depending on your classroom setup and the students, you could do a variation of this icebreaker where the students do this in pairs or small groups. It is important for the teacher to participate as well. It takes off the tension and builds trust within the class. In addition, if you see that the students feel comfortable with this basic task, you could also instruct them to tell two to three sentences about each of their items. All right, let's move to the intermediate level because these are the students that already have a little bit more English under their belt, so to speak. So once your students have mastered the basics of the English language, the opportunities for even more games open up. Here are two getting to know you icebreakers for those at an intermediate level and up. And these are my, my 
not entirely favorite, but I really, really like doing these because I like the meaning making that comes out of it. So the first one is concentric circles, and this is for older students, teenagers to adults. This game allows students to have one-on-one -on -one conversations, yet meet new people at the same time, kind of like speed dating. Prepare getting to know you questions ahead of time and have the students form two circles, one on the outside and the other on the inside. And the students on the inside circle face the ones that are on the outside circle. So ask a question and then students spend 30 seconds to a minute answering that question to another. Uh, then say switch and the students move clockwise to a new partner. They can then answer the same question to each other or you can change it to a new one. The game lasts until the students come back full circle to their original partner. This is a great game for teens and adults because it allows for real world conversation without the pressure to perform. And in addition, it helps the students meet new people in a short amount of time. So here are some questions that you could ask. For example, do you play sports? If so, which sports? Or do you play any musical instrument? If you do, which, which musical instrument you play? If not, which one you know, would you like to learn? Would you like to learn to play one? Describe your perfect vacation or weekend. What kind of music do you like? And so on and so forth. And then the last um, icebreaker activity that I want to share with you in this episode is a light debate. And this is, again, good for all age groups. Uh, from children to adults. This activity allows students to express their opinions and get to know others beyond what's your favorite color. Write the question that you would like your students to talk about and one that requires the students to actually take sides. Uh, and the question should be written on the board. For example, what makes a better pet, cats or dogs? Or would you rather live in a large city or in the countryside? Or should students be required to wear uniforms, etc.? Something that kind of like makes people choose like, oh, this is the side that I want to support. Have the students split themselves into two groups based on which side they support. Then each student should take turns by saying two to three sentences about why they chose that side. The advantage of this icebreaker game is that the students can practice speaking in front of their peers without the pressure of feeling like they're alone in front of the class. The discussion has the potential to become lively, which allows students to practice English in a real-world situation. And finally, they're able to find those with similar likes and dislikes, and it really takes attention off when you're in a new classroom. And that is all for today. What icebreakers have you used successfully with your English learners? Share with us in our Facebook group or send me a message on Instagram. I can't wait to hear. Thanks for listening and until next time. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard today, be sure to do two things. First, make sure to subscribe to the ESL Teaching Podcast so you don't miss an episode. And second, leave a positive review wherever you listen, on iTunes, Spotify, or any other platform. Positive reviews will improve the chances of this podcast to be discovered in the feed and help our fellow ESL ELL teachers. And of course, there's a third thing. If you aren't following me on social media yet, come join me on Instagram at SimplyYevaESL, Facebook, SimplyYeva, or connect with me on my website, simplyyeva.com. Thanks again, and until next time.